This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Here it is. Like this. The class tonight, the class tonight is very, very simple and, uh, and easy. Who, in this week, we speak about who gives the laws, who gives the, the, the halachot of, you know, when you buy a bowl or you buy a cup, right? Let's say, for example, if it's a metal uh, glass, uh, metal, I should say, right? You buy like a metal bowl, a plate. So there's a lacha that says, what do you have to do from a goy? If you bought it from a goy, what's the lacha? You have to what? You have to dip it in the mikveh. You have to dip it in the mikveh. So the question over here arises. What's the fame? What's the famous question is like this? Question is, who taught us that law? Did Moshe Rabbeinu teach it? Yes or no? Who knows? So it says that what? It says that Al-Azad taught it. Aaron's son taught us that law. So now there's an obvious question right now. Usually who teaches us all the halachot? Moshe Rabbeinu. So now what's going on over here? Why is Al-Azad the one, why is Al-Azad the one going ahead and teaching us that law? What's your name? Sammy? With the black hat. Sammy? (laughs) Sammy, you know? Yeah. All right, so you had a question or no? Why is it that if I'm telling you every single time uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching the law, teaching the law, teaching the law, all of a sudden comes El Azar and he teaches the law of what? Tefillat Kelim. What's going on over here? What happened over here? The Aharon, Aharon is the Kohen. Kohen is all about purity. So. I hear that. It's a beautiful answer. I love that answer. He's saying no, because we're doing purity. Aaron was pure, he's the Kohen, he's this, he's that. But uh, the only thing is, Moshe Rabbeinu was also pure, and Moshe Rabbeinu also had Ta'ala. On the test, and, every time I had a question on the test, the Torah question, I would say, we'd say, why do we do this such and such? And I would say, very easy, because Hashem told us to. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, very good. But, but how is that answering this question, though? This qu- Moshe. What? I know, but Moshe, if let's say, for example, I'm the rabbi and I'm giving all the classes, 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 all of a sudden, one night, the rabbi's not here, who's giving it? Oh, so and so. Why, 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 where's the rabbi? Moshe Rabbeinu, he's the rabbeinu, he's our rabbi. Why is he not giving the law? So now, I'll give you the answer. I'll give you the answer. The answer is like this. The answer is, first of all, where did this law take place from? Like, what happened over here? And that is, there was a fight with, her, with us and Midian. Midian, why, why are we fighting with them? What was the vengeance? We have to go take a vengeance. We have to take revenge, a vengeance against Midian. Anybody know why? Very simple. Because we learned that what they do to us, they wanted us to fall. And what is the, the, the Hashem hate? What does Hashem hate? Hashem soner zima. So that being said, how do you take down a Jew? Zima. How do they do that? Then you'll bow down. Then you'll, then you'll, um, uh, once after that, you'll go and do the zinut. That being said, this week's parasha, Hashem says, of course, Pinhas, we know that what? Moshe, now you have to take revenge against the people who did what? Who caused you to sin? Wipe them out. After the war is over, Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry. Why does he get angry? Because we're supposed to what? Wipe out even the woman. The woman is still there. The woman is the ones who caused you to sin. So, and Hashem said, take revenge against these guys. 24,000 Jews passed away because of that. 
Go ahead and wipe them out. What are you doing with this woman over here? Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry at them. What are you doing? What are you, crazy? You have this situation over here and you still let them stay alive? Kill them all. Kill them all. And God's telling you to do that. Imagine if a person, heaven forbid, a million times, imagine if a person came ahead and killed one of your family members, your father, your brother, your sister, your mother, and now God says, he killed your mother? Go ahead and kill him. And you don't kill him. Oh, you say, no, I have uh, pity on him. What are you talking You'll kill him in a second. You'll take the gun, show him, pop him in his head. Who's this guy that killed these people? You? Boom. Wait, wait, wait. wait Hashem, you tell me to kill I'll kill him. Over here, what's going on over here? Hashem tells them, kill them. Kill the Midianim. They made you sin. 24,000 people died because of these people. Go kill them. Go kill the woman. Also, you don't kill the woman. So, Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry at them. And once he gets angry at them, Hashem says, guess what? You got angry? When a person gets angry, he forgets Torah. When he gets crazy angry, you ever see a guy getting angry? I'm sure maybe even in your house once, you have the father gun over there, and he takes that, that, that cup, and he goes, Oh, no, Ferrari, God damn it. Ah! And you're like, oh, I can't mess around. Sorry, Dad. I won't do that again. Has it happened to anybody or no? No? You know what I'm talking about. Like you're sitting on the Shabbat table. You got to stay there? Yeah. Yeah, number right, God damn this! And chucks the whole thing, the whole thing cracks, and you're like, oh, I can't mess with that today. Daddy, I'm so sorry. I, I won't spend that CC no more. So, 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 so when a person gets angry, when a person gets angry, so Rukhaim Shmulevitz asks a question on this, and he says like this, he says, what's going on over here? You get angry, forget the Torah. Forget the Torah, who had to take over? And Lazar had to take over to teach it. So it comes. So that's why. Why was it Lazar? Because Moshe Rabbeinu got angry at the people. When you get angry at the people, then what? That you forget the Torah. You can't give over. You can't give over the Torah. If you're too strict and you're too tough and you're too crazy, wacky, angry, it's very hard to teach Torah. That's why Lazar to teach this halacha. Now you ready for a question? He says, I don't understand. He got angry at the people because why? They didn't kill the people who caused them to sin. That, that's a good anger. It's not a bad, bad anger. It's a good anger. It's not a bad, bad anger. So that being said, he said he shouldn't forget the Torah. He's angry in a good, in a good way. What are you doing? They made you <laughs> sin. What are you crazy? What are you, what are you thinking? So it's a good anger. Hashem answers, you're right. He says, it's not a punishment. It's a mitziut. He says, it's a fact. If let's say a guy, right, jumps off a plane with no parachute, is, is he going to die? Most likely. Most likely he's going to die, right? For sure he's going to die, basically. No parachute, the guy's going to die, right? And what happens? It's just a fact. It's a plain fact. It's not necessarily a, 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 a punishment on the guy. It's just a fact, but that's what happens. Same thing. When, when, when you get angry, when a person gets angry, there's an old fact. I'll give you the best example. A fireman. Yeah, you, ever, you ever see a fireman? You ever see him saving a kid? A kid is uh, on, a, on a third floor. He's, he, it's a big, big fire. And all of a sudden he comes out. The, the, the fireman goes. He takes his ladder. Goes inside the, the window. Pulls out the kid. Now, if you see the fire, fireman right after he pulls out that kid. Is his whole face all smoke and, and coughing? He's coughing? <laughs> yes or no? Yes or no? Of course he is. He just went into the fire. He's all smoke. 
What? He has a whole like, mask on. No, I'm saying he has a mask thing, but he's still all smoky. You know what I'm saying? He's still he's still all burnt. Is he not burnt? He still has a little bit of ah, I got burnt. Is that? So he says, "What do you mean? He's saving a child. What do you want from the guy? It's not a punishment. It's just a fact that at the end of the day, if you're going to save this child and that thing, a guy does it, and it's not a fireman. Let's say you, you go, you're not a fireman. You see his child in the dirt floor. You run in. Are you going to get burnt? You're going to get burnt. But what? He says, "Why should I get burnt? I saved the child." The answer is, you're right, it's not a punishment, it's a fact. That's what happens. When a person gets angry, he's going to forget Torah. Now, why am I telling you this? Because I'm not done with my question yet. This is my main question tonight. You ready? I'm not, this is not my, It's a pre to the main question. And that is like this. Like this. We know, we learned about two weeks ago, that what? That who gets angry every single day for a split moment? Huh? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it says that it says that what? Hashem. Hashem. He gets angry every day. A split, split second. So Balak tells Balaam, Balak, Balaam, come over here. Curse the Jewish people exactly at that point. And they'll die because that's when Hashem gets angry. So one second, Rabbi, you just told me anger is bad. What are we getting angry about? You forget the Torah. And now you tell me, Hashem gets angry every single day. Make up your mind. You drive me up the wall. What is it? This or this? This or this? So the answer. The answer to this question is, there is a few ways to beat the Yetzirah. One of the ways I'm about to tell you right now. I'm about to tell you right now one of the ways to beat the Yetzirah. And this is a story that happened to me many years ago when I was my first year in Israel, exactly your age, exactly your age. I went to my friend's house and his, his dira, his, his apartment, and I see him talking to himself. I see him talking to himself. And I'm looking in his ear. Does he have the Bluetooth speaker? Does he have the Bluetooth speaker? Does he have something? I see him talking. I'm like, cha, 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 cha. Yeah. It's like, this guy, what is he on, this guy? Well, either he's smoking, either he's taking out, or this guy's is noon. What is he doing? I go like this, I look at him, I say, uh, Joe. I say, yeah. I'm like, who are you talking to? He tells me, I'm talking to my Yeserara. I said, what? I never heard that in my life. He said, try it. I was like, what do you mean? He says, my Yeserara is telling me, go right now. And go to this, uh, I'll see. He says, go to this, uh, to this joint, whatever it is, this, this non-kosher place, this, that, that. And my Yetzirah is telling me that. And at the same time, as he's telling me that, he, 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 uh, I'm not, I, I can't listen to him. So therefore, what does he do? He, he's, he's talking to the Yetzirah. Get out of my life! What are you, crazy? If you tell me to go to non-kosher place again, I swear to you, I'll learn in the Beit Midrash another two hours. Get out of my life. This is what he's telling, this is what he's telling the Yetzirah. He's telling the Yetzirah this. I hear him speaking. I'll go to the Beit Midrash. I'll learn. I'll go this. Leave me alone. So what's going on? I told him, what's going on, Joe? He says, one of the ways to be the Yetzirah is, Always, if you want to beat the Yetzirah, if he's getting you, scream at him like he's a real person. He wants to kill you. He wants to take you away from this world and he wants to take you away from the next world. So what do you do? Yell at him. What are you doing? Get out of here. Get angry at him. You're telling me to go to the non-kosher restaurant to eat non-kosher food? What are you, whack? What are you, mejnun? What are you, wild? And when you scream and you get angry at the Yetzirah, then he'll be able to calm it down. Now, where does that anger come from? 
thing, the fact that God gets angry moment, one moment every single day, one, one split, split second. So why does he get angry? Where's the good anger? The good anger is because now you get that from Hashem and you have that power to use it against the Yitzhak Allah. You hear that? Now God gets angry. Now there's an anger in the world from God. Now he puts it automatically for that one split, split, minute, 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 second. You get it. And therefore the next time the Yetzirah plays games in your brain and says, oh, do this sin, do that sin, do this sin, do this sin. What's the thing automatically in your brain? You, you get angry at him. Excuse me, I'll never do that. What are you, crazy? You see, the Yetzirah knows I'm right. That's why, what does he do? He tries to interrupt. I'm telling you. Always, always, by the way. It's, it's Badukum Nuseh. Not, not him. The, the, the answer that came through the to, 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 to a calling. But you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So now wait. Now we see that getting angry is good. You just told me, Rabbi, that you forget the Torah. Now you tell me what, that it's good. Make up your mind. So you ready for my answer? This is the answer. I did not see it anywhere. Maybe the rabbis can help me out. Um, um, that is like this. There's two things going on. One thing is getting angry at a person when he sins. And one thing is getting angry at the Yetzirah himself. And let me explain. Let me explain this. Let me explain it very, very clear. Sometimes you'll see a person and you say to yourself, this guy is eating like kosher. Or he's playing with his phone on Shabbat. And, and you're angry... You're angry at him. You're angry at him. What are you doing? You're into... And that's, in, in a way, it seems like what? That it's, it's a good anger. So Moshe Rabbeinu was forgetting his Torah in that anger. Why was the difference? The answer is in that situation, you're right to be angry. Because he's doing something wrong. But what? But you can't be angry necessarily at that person per se. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen? If you do, you'll never be able to bring him back to Hashem. Now... Think about it. Imagine I see a guy in the street on Shabbat. I see him playing my, my phone. So I'm angry at his act that he's doing. But now if I'm angry at him, I'll never approach him. I'm angry at him. I'm never talking to him. Ah, this guy's at a Rosh Hashanah, I don't care. I'll throw rocks at his face. I'll never talk to this guy again. So you'll never be able to chop the guy to get back on the derech. So you're right. You have a right to get angry, but not to get angry at the guy. To get angry at the act that he did. There's another anger. That's the best anger. And what is that? That's getting really angry if the Yetzirah ever tells you to do a sin. That anger is the best anger you can get. You get angry at him, you tell me to do a sin, you tell me to go against my creator. So when it's actually against the Yetzirah himself, when he's telling you to do sin, that anger is good anger. That anger, you want to get angry, you want to go fuming, you want to, that's the anger that Hashem gave you the car to go crazy about. But the anger when somebody else is doing something wrong, you have rights to get angry at what he's doing wrong, but not at the guy. Once you're angry at the guy himself, then it's a problem. Why is it a problem? Because we're saying over here, you'll never be able to chop the guy. You'll never be able to get the guy. There are so many people out there that are thirsty for something. They are thirsty. They don't know what they're thirsty for. They don't know what they're thirsty for. All of a sudden, they go to Yir in Israel, and all of a sudden, you see the guy, the biggest nutcase that you saw in your life, and you say to yourself, this guy is going to come back as somebody. And the year is up. And the guy comes back. And he's changing a little bit. He goes back to the second year. And all of a sudden you see the guy, by his second year, Shanabed, he comes back and he's a different person. What happened? What happened? You know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. 
deep down that guy had it in him the whole entire time. You see, I have friends that you say to yourself, this guy will never be anything. My brother had a friend. My older brother Albert had a friend. I'm telling you, I can promise you this. He came one time to shul and his hair was a rainbow. He had pink, blue, green, purple. They wanted to kick him out of the synagogue. They wanted to, The rabbi of the shul told me the story firsthand. He said, Rabbi, kick this guy out of here now. This is the rabbi, Rabbi Fakhi. You know Rabbi Fakhi from Adam? He told me the story himself. He said, kick the guy. Somebody came on. Kick that guy out of here. He says, why? Look at him. The guy's a, a clown. He's coming to shul. There's that. He has this, that. He's sitting down. And the guy's eating what? He's dipping the bread in the hummus. Get him out. Take his hummus. Get, that, get out of here. We don't need the clown over here. The guy got angry at so-and-so. He got angry at this person. So Rabbi Fakhi being the fact of a, of a wise rabbi that he is, he said, okay, tell the guy, okay, no problem, let me see what's going to happen. He waited. He went up to Sebastian, she's over, and he sees this clown with all different color hair is sitting there and saying what? Birkat Amazon. He says, what? This guy is saying Birkat Amazon? He didn't know what hit him. He didn't know what's going on. Comes back. My father told him, why don't you go to Israel for the year? Go learn, get religious, get this, get that. The guy came back and he's sitting now in Kolel learning Torah. He's married a few kids and he's sitting down his whole life dedicated to Torah and mitzvot, teaching Torah, learning Torah, teaching Torah, Torah. What happened over here? The answer is, Rabbi Farhi understood. Rabbi Yitzchak Farhi. He understood. He says, I'm not, I'm not going to judge that guy with, the, with what he's doing right now. Because deep down, I, I know that if I, if I look bad on him, if I think he's bad, I'll never be able to cop him. And this is really a great lesson that we have to learn. Don't sell short on any person in your life. Don't think, oh, this guy, Rabbi, you don't want this guy to go to Israel. He'll ruin the whole issue. No, 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 no don't do that. Because deep down, that guy, he has it in him. And all you got to do is what? Light the spark. All you got to do is somebody take that match and light him up and you see the guy sparking away. What happened this guy? Because you know what? Deep down he always had it in him. All he needed to do is somebody to pull it out. Second row. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.